You are listening to the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast, a show by personal trainers for personal trainers. It's time. It's time to become a better trainer, get more clients, and change more and lives. Change more lives. And now, here's your host, the head coach and founder of Fitness Mentors, Eddie Lester. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 550 of the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast. I am your host, Eddie Lester, the founder of Fitness Mentors, and I'm extremely excited to welcome you to this podcast as we are going over the best ways to name your personal training business. And in this particular podcast, we're going to be going over specifically the items that you need to take into account when thinking of your name as well as registering your name and understanding all the aspects to make it a legally accepted name as well as make sure that you're not, we'll say, in competition with anyone else using a similar name. So with that in mind, we do have a quick announcement before we get started and that is that our health coach certification as well as our virtual health coach certification bundle are now available. We're super excited to launch this course and we're going to be doing some great podcasts and uh, additional information, sending sending it out there to you via email as well as uh, podcasts and social media, explaining a little bit around you know what the future of personal training and fitness is as it relates to health coaching and how you can utilize health coaching to build your business further. So aside from announcements, let's go ahead and jump into how to name your personal training business. So as a first step, it's super important to understand that you need to choose a name that's not being currently used. I know you have been thinking of your name for your personal training business for plenty of time. Maybe it's something simple right now. Maybe you don't have a name. Maybe you've just been using a name without checking to see if someone else is using it too. But I wanted to go through the steps to help you make sure that the name that you're thinking of is not currently being used. So how do you do that? Well, luckily we have this wonderful thing called the internet that will assist you in doing all the research necessary to see if your name is being used. With that in mind, um, you wanna check your availability through all facets of potential registration. What does this mean? It means that you need to check registration through the, we'll say, federal government or the uh, Patent and Trademark Office, as well as your state's Secretary of State Office to make sure it's not being used within your state. Next, you're gonna look at domain availability and then search engines to see if anyone, uh, maybe on social media, is using something similar. Um, And then, yeah, finally, just check on social media to make sure it's not done. So let's go over these a little bit further as we kind of talk about this. So first step, The most important step to make sure that you don't compete with anyone or are using a name that's already being used on a patent and trademark level, which is very important because you don't want to, uh, we'll say, cross a legal barrier by utilizing someone else's name, is you want to go to the United States Patent and Trademark Office at www.uspto.gov. Okay, so at uspto.gov, they are going to have or you're going to be able to look up all, we'll say, registered names that are similar to yours. What do you do? You actually go on this site and uh, you're going to actually go to the TESS, which is T-E-S-S, and it uh, stands for the Trademark Electronic Search System. Uh, it's going to be right there on their homepage. You're just going to look for all capital letters, T-E-S-S, 
and it's going to allow you to search whatever name that you currently are using or a name that you are thinking of to call your personal training business. Uh, you're gonna type in your name right there and it's going to provide a search within a matter of seconds that's gonna show you every other name similar to yours in a similar industry. So that's pretty much health and wellness. Maybe in medical, there's a little bit of crossover there, but um, what's great about this system is that you actually get to choose the industry that you're in as well as the uh, name that you want to use. You can check this point first because if it's being used at this level you definitely want to avoid using that name or anything similar very very important um, what is good that if if there is someone using your name in another industry that has nothing to do with health and fitness like it's a car auto parts store you can totally use that name as long as it's not being used within your industry this is why you see so many uh we'll say different businesses that are called the same thing that uh, are in different industries all right so uh, next step to ensuring that your name is available is going to be to go to your Secretary of State office, uh, sos.yourstate.gov. Uh, so when we think of the state level, there are a lot of businesses utilizing a state level name that they might not have registered for a patent or trademark uh, through the federal government. So checking through your state is the next important step. What does this mean? You're going to, well, yeah, you basically want to make sure that uh, uh, there's not a business registered in your name within that state. How are you going to do that? You're going to go to your Secretary of State office website. So you could search on Google, super simple, uh, Secretary of State and then uh, your state's name. Uh, that will take you directly to their homepage of that website. But most likely the fall or the four or the, we'll say the format that uh, your Secretary of State email or their, your secretary of state's website address is is www.sos.whatever your two-letter state name is .gov for instance uh, california is sos.ca.gov louisiana is sos.la.gov so what does this mean it means that you're going to go on to this system you're going to be able to check and search for business entities in that in your state that are currently using a name similar to yours. You type in your name, whatever it is, and then check to see if anything similar pops up. Um, if you know you just wanna utilize your name at your current state level, uh, that is okay. You don't have to register a trademark or uh, a patent for your business name or anything that it does. You just wanna make sure that uh, it's not being used. Uh, what this will do is make sure that you can then use it at your state level without worrying about uh, anyone in your state utilizing the name that could be confused with yours within your industry. So uh, the next step that I think is very important and probably in my opinion, one of the most important elements, especially when you start to think about the future of personal training uh, and online training specifically, is you want to check your domain name availability. What does that mean? It means that your domain name, is it taken or not? Because whatever your business name is, you typically want that business name.com or that business name fitness.com or, or whatever, whatever it is. But you want to make sure that there's a clearly recognizable and easy to memorize website address. Because when you're doing your marketing and your uh, podcasts and, and any, we'll say, channels of communication for your marketing, you want to make sure that it's so easy to remember. Like, 
fitnessmentors.com. What is our business name? It's Fitness Mentors. Fitnessmentors.com. Uh, I made sure was available and purchased that uh, before you know registering my business at the state level and federal level. So super, super, super important to make sure that you guys do the same. Uh, Eddie Lester Fitness was or is my personal training business name. I made sure that EddieLester.com was available and uh, Eddie Lester Fitness and made sure that my email or got an email at that same address. But uh, it's very important to make sure that your business name is available as a domain name. For instance, Top Game Fitness, topgamefitness.com better be available if that's what you decided to name your business. If it's your name fitness, make sure yournamefitness.com is available. Um, where are you going to check for domain name availability? Um, you can check by typing it in, in your URL bar to see if anything pops up. Uh, sometimes you might see a landing page that just says, oh, this domain name is being held, or you can purchase this domain name. That occasionally happens. But you can also go to websites that help you purchase domain names like godaddy.com. Uh, godaddy.com, you go in and you type the domain name, and it will say uh, this domain name is available or this domain name is taken. Typically, you guys, you're going to want to use a domain name that ends at .com. It's just the most common, most recognizable, and uh, will allow you to just have the, the easiest to remember web address. So uh, if your domain name is available, definitely buy it right away, and you can actually do that right on uh, uh, GoDaddy.com. It's for typically like uh, 11 or 12 bucks a year, or you can pay for two years for 20 bucks, something like that. Uh, relatively inexpensive, and if you have a few different names you're choosing from, just go ahead and buy all three, and you can let them slide the next year, so you don't have to uh, keep paying for domain names you're not using. But uh, very important to check to make sure your domain name is available, because that is where you know most of your business is going to be housed, as far as kind of like your online. Uh, business card in a way, like rec or handing people your business card. First thing that they're going to do is go to your website or maybe uh, uh, give you a call or something like that. But you want to make sure that your name on your business card matches your domain name pretty much exactly. Uh, so next, finally, uh, well, second to last, we'll call it, is going to be search engines. Now, search engines are important because you need to type in what your business name is and it's going to provide anyone in the world or any website that might be using something similar. And this is important because sometimes people don't register their business uh, through the federal government. They don't register their business through the Secretary of State and they don't uh, purchase a domain name similar to yours. So one of the final steps as far as uh, choosing a business name is going to be to type that business name into the search engines and then you're going to see what comes up. You know, there might be 20 social media accounts that utilize that exact same name and Google will show you those or YouTube accounts that use that name or something in on the internet that is using that name and you might be kind of competing with or get confused with in the fitness industry or, or even in other industries. You just want to make sure that no one's really using a name that's so similar to yours that it's not uh, or that's going to be confused easily. So... Uh, with that in mind, what are you going to do? You're going to go into Google, type it in, see what comes up, go to the third or fourth page, guys. Make sure that it's not anything to do with fitness. Uh, I know a lot of uh, you out there are going to choose relatively fitnessy names, you know, like performance or, or uh, uh, you know, athletics or, or something like that. Double check to make sure whatever name you choose is not being used pretty much at all. If you see a few social media accounts that are pretty much dead and nobody's really using them and only have two or three followers, that's okay, but you really want to make sure that there's nothing out there that's going to be confused with your name. All right, now 
finally, and one of the most important steps for online trainers and just building a business in general is what marketing forms or platforms or social media platforms are you going to use that would require you reserving a you know URL or username, we'll call it. On Facebook, you wanna make sure that if you search on Facebook your business name, that you can actually create a business account in your business name. Uh, for instance, facebook.com slash LLC was the one that we settled with. Uh, someone was actually facebook.com slash fitnessmentors, so we actually had to add an LLC to ours. That was the one thing that we didn't check that we were, weren't able to get. So when you think about creating a business name, especially when you think about, you know, if this is your passion and you wanna do this for life, make sure that it's not gonna be confused with anyone else. Very, very important. So uh, go, to, go to Facebook, type in uh, you know, your business name, see what pops up in a search on Facebook, super important. There might be 10 dead accounts that nobody's utilizing, go ahead and use that name. If there's one or two that are pretty active and have a lot of followers, you may want to potentially alter your name in a way that you can get easily. Next, social media handles like Twitter and Instagram. Go to those and make sure those exact word for word, letter for letter of your business name is available on Instagram, on Facebook, on Snapchat, or on, on uh, TikTok, whatever social media platform that you're going to use uh, significantly or as your primary social media output, you definitely wanna make sure that your business name is exactly there. Like for instance, we have at fitness mentors on Instagram. Uh, and at fitness mentors on Twitter, that's those sort of elements. We actually have at, or at fitness mentors on TikTok. We have at fitness mentors on Snapchat. Uh, any new social media that you think is gonna be very popular that you might utilize your business uh, a lot with or market your business through, check those as well. Type in your business name. So uh, what does this do for you as a personal trainer? Well, when we think about our name and, and what we're gonna be doing as a profession for the next you know, however many years uh, in health and fitness that you want to spend, which for a lot of us I know is our lives, <laughs> our whole lifetimes we wanna commit to this, this uh, this journey of health and fitness and helping people achieve their goals through health and fitness or just become healthy. You know, we want to make sure that when we establish a business, it is not going to be confused with something else so that as we grow this business to, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road, you're able to build a brand around this name that allows you to have zero confusion with anything else or uh, avoid any legal trouble in the future. And that's because once, eventually if you get to a point in which your business name is very well known, if somebody else has that registered on at the state level or at the federal level, you're not gonna be able to continue to use that name which would be you know kind of detrimental to all the work that you've put into building your brand. So when we think about choosing a name, you know, there's, there's, I want to give you guys the creative freedom to think of these. A lot of personal trainers go with just their name fitness, like Eddie Lester Fitness, or, uh, uh, you know, whatever your name is, fitness.com, totally fine. There, there's also one thing I want to point out is that I don't want you guys getting hung up on thinking about a name. You definitely want to start your business and start training, and then as you grow and grow and you want to create this brand around what you do, it's definitely important to then follow these steps. I know for a lot of you, you might be working in a gym right now or uh, you know, working for someone or a small gym and you might not have your own business yet. 
when you decide that you're going to want to start your own business because you are, are want to want to break away from your gym and start training on your own, start training privately, that's when these steps are super, super important. You know, when we think about the life cycle of personal trainers, so many trainers, which we even recommend, uh, you start out in a major gym chain, you know, your 24-hour fitness, LA fitness, Equinox, um, lifetime fitness, these major gym chains, you build up the confidence to, to know that you can help people and then you go off on your own and become a private trainer, a private trainer, an online trainer. You know, it's our job at Fitness Mentors to make sure that you're successful in every step of your career, whether it's in the gym or if you're starting a new personal training business, we have courses that will assist you in the complete business building element. Uh, we have our certified personal trainer certification, which actually uh, out of all the certifications has the biggest business emphasis because we see a very high uh, turnover rate in our industry and we want to prevent that. Uh, this business emphasis teaches you every step on how to build a successful business, market it, get clients, and grow even beyond that to scale. How do you scale? Think about doing online training. We have our certified online personal training course that allows you to you know, take that next step into virtual training, whether it be live video one-on-one, -on -one, whether it be uh, help coaching people once a week over a, a, a phone call and giving them a fitness program. PDFs, uh, recorded videos, uh, group training online. We also have our virtual group fitness instructor certification that will directly teach you how to build a virtual group fitness business in which you're training you know, hundreds of people at once potentially through live video stream. Um, there's, there's so many elements of what we do here that we really want you to know that your success is going to be our priority throughout. This little tip on choosing a name for your business is super important when you start to think about that transition to being your own boss, to becoming an entrepreneur in this fitness industry. And uh, we're just really, really pumped that you guys would choose to be here, listen to our podcast. Uh, we're very grateful that you uh, are choosing to spend your time with, or I'm very grateful that you're choosing to spend your time with me. And uh, you know, when, when we think about the bigger picture of everything that we push here at Fitness Mentors, the more that we can help you, the more that you can help other people become healthy, the happier you are, the happier your clients become, and this, you will say, exponential reward of continuous happiness spreads throughout the world. And that's kind of really our, our primary goal is to help the world become a healthier, happier place. So thanks so much for checking out episode 50 of the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast. I will see you guys next week. Uh, we got a very exciting show next week. Going to be a super cool surprise, so definitely check that out. If you're listening to this uh, in the past, we'll say, check out episode 51 because I think you're going to be pretty pumped. All right, guys. So nice to chat with you. I hope to uh, see you soon. Reach out to us anytime here at fitnessmentors.com. Have a good one. As always, thanks for listening to the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast. You can learn more about Fitness Mentors at fitnessmentors.com. Be sure to share this podcast on social media. And remember, we are here to help you succeed. Help you succeed.